Um, what legal steps are necessary to relocate your children out of state after a divorce? This is something that really requires careful consideration, and we really encourage people to plan this ahead of time. What the courts are really looking at is the best interest of the kids, and that is of paramount importance. If you have primary physical custody of the children, it makes this process a lot easier than if you don't have joint. If you have joint physical custody, it's a higher bar. Mm -hmm. But there, there are facts and situations that will drive this. Often, the, when a parent is doing it, they need to do it for a compelling reason. Mm -hmm. They need to do it for a job opportunity, uh, perhaps a new spouse, perhaps a career opportunity or education, mm -hmm. maybe some specialized program that they're getting to. The courts also look very carefully, are you doing this to intentionally deprive the other parent of their custodial time? If it is being done with that as an ulterior motive, the court will thwart that request. So it's really important to get your facts straight. It's important to get your evidence straight and present this in a very succinct and palatable way to the court. Because moveaways are a very hotly contested issue and can be very time consuming. Welcome to the 805 Law Group Podcast, your source for an entertaining blend of law and legal community updates. Each week, you'll get crucial insights into family law, personal injury, criminal defense, and estate planning, along with the latest insider information about what's happening in the local legal community and high-profile cases right here on the Central Coast. Now let's get started with your host, the founder of 805 Law Group, attorney Bill Osman. Welcome to the 805 Law Group Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Dean Mignola. And I'm Bill Osman. Now, today we're going to talk about what it takes to move your children out of state in a divorce. So, Bill, I know that's a real big one. What legal steps are necessary to relocate your children out of state after a divorce? This is something that really requires careful consideration. And we really encourage people to plan this ahead of time. What the courts are really looking at is the best interest of the kids. And that is of paramount importance. If you have primary physical custody of the children, it makes this process a lot easier than if you don't have joint. If you have joint physical custody, it's a higher bar. Mm -hmm. But there, there are facts and situations that will drive this. Often, the, when a parent is doing it, they need to do it for a compelling reason. They need to do it for a job opportunity, uh, perhaps a new spouse, perhaps a career opportunity or education, maybe some specialized program that they're getting to. The courts also look very carefully, are you doing this to intentionally deprive the other parent of their custodial time? If it is being done with that as an ulterior motive, the court will thwart that request. So it's really important to get your facts straight it's important to get your evidence straight and present this in a very succinct and palatable way to the court because moveaways are a very hotly contested issue and can be very time consuming. Yeah. So what are the requirements for notifying the other parent about an out of state move with the children? Well, this is really important to look at your parenting plan. This can be take the form of a marital settlement agreement or a judgment, but look at your custody and visitation orders. 
quite often parents don't realize it, but it will usually be stipulated in a well-drafted judgment or even a temporary order. What kind of notice is requirement? Typically, we see 30 days, Dean, but it can vary. I've seen 60 days. I've seen six months. I've seen three months. I've seen other situations where no notice is required. But it's important to look at your documents to understand what the court orders. More time is always better in these situations and giving some lead time to the other parent and perhaps getting a resolution together that if both parties agree, uh, some plan for that move. Now, is it usually essential to modify the existing custody and visitation arrangements when moving children out of state after divorce? Yes, it is, Dean. Things are going to change where both parents lived essentially in the same community and one parent is moving away, whether it's just in state or across the country, or we've even had cases where uh, a parent has moved out of the country completely. It takes a different custodial arrangement. When will the children see the other parent? What kind of time should they spend with them? How do we effectuate ongoing, regular, and frequent contact with the other parent, the courts are very concerned with that. And Mm -hmm. and the legislature has set that as a standard. So taking those thoughts and those legal standards in consideration is really important when looking at having a successful bid to, to move your children away. That makes sense. We've talked a lot about this best interests of the child standard you know, what role does that play in this whole legal process of moving children out of state after divorce? Right. Well, the best interest standard is quite often what the courts look at. That is their go-to. What is the best interest of the children? Health, safety, and welfare. And so the courts are always looking at that. The difference is if you have primary physical custody and you're doing it for an allowable reason, the court's not even going to get to the best interest standard. They're just going to look at the motive of the parent. So having primary physical custody is quite often key in situations when you're requesting a move away. Are you enjoying the 805 Law Group podcast so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. For more information about 805 Law Group, visit our website, 805lawgroup.com. Now let's get back to the show. Now, do you typically need the other parent's consent to move your children out of state? Or can the court just decide on this matter and just say, yeah, you can leave? The courts usually decide that if one parent has a permanent order, a Montenegro order, and they have primary physical custody, they have that right if it's a proper motive and it's not motivated in thwarting the other parent's custodial time. But if it's not, if there is no Montenegro order, no permanent order of custody and visitation, the court will absolutely look what is in the best interest of the children. And in fact, One parent is entitled at that structure to have a 3111 evaluation to determine whether this is in the best interest of the children or not and look at the other factors that are being presented. So, okay, now let's look at the other side of this. What legal consequences might a parent face if they move their children out of state without court approval 
and maybe against an existing custody order. Well, we've seen that situation, Dean. And what we will do is bring a ex parte order. It's a temporary emergency order asking the court to intervene on the, the part of the parent that is left behind. We've been very successful in getting that parent to stop moving, to bring the children back. We've even been able to change custody and visitation to the non-custodial parent because of these acts. So yes, it is something that we highly caution parents not to do. Make sure and give notice, make sure and get permission of the court before you move your children out of the area, out of state. And we've talked a lot about moving out of state, but what we haven't talked about is just moving out of the county, like, you know, moving to a different part of the state. Is that any different? Is that handled any different if you're staying in the state, but maybe you're moving, you know, a few hours away, for example? Usually not, Dean. I've had courts decide that to the next county is not a move away, but also a couple counties away is definitely a move away. Mm -hmm. So the distance really is important, uh, how accessible the kids are to both parents, whether that custody and visitation order can be upheld with that move. And again, we have to look, is this a permanent order or is it a temporary order? So these are all factors that the courts are looking at to determine whether a move away hearing should be conducted and how that should be conducted. Excellent. Very useful information. Well, thank you, Bill. That's going to wrap up this episode of the 805 Law Group Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed the content, go ahead, drop a like below, hit the subscribe or follow button, depending on what platform you're on. And we'd really like if you hit that bell notification as well, because that will alert you when we drop future podcasts. And feel free to comment down below if you have any questions or feedback you want to share with us. We really love to get that. Uh, Any final words, Bill? Yes. If you found this content interesting, you'd like more information, please check us out at 805lawgroup.com. We've got a lot of great materials on the website. We would love to point you in the right direction and get you down the path of success. Excellent. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the 805 Law Group Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, 805lawgroup.com forward slash podcast, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music, so you never miss an episode. If you found value in the show, we'd love it if you could rate it on iTunes or even tell your friends. Make sure to join attorney Bill Osman next week for another informative and entertaining episode. Remember, at 805 Law Group, we're turning law into empowerment one episode at a time.